Hi, this is Dr. William Renner. Thank you for joining me on Evidence-Based Medicine, what we think is the best podcast on medicine uh, in the U.S. today. I'm here with Dr. Alan Safdie, a world-famous gastroenterologist and internal medicine doctor. We're answering questions from our audience on COVID-19. Here's a question, Alan. What would be a good survival kit to have at home for people uh, who are hiding out from COVID-19? <laughs> That's an interesting question, Bill. Um, first, keep everybody out of your house. Yeah, keep everybody out of your house. Uh, I mean, don't have visitors. Don't have people over for dinner where you're in close proximity. Is probably one of your best survival kits. A mask, obviously, uh, for when you go out. But let's talk about some different equipment that you could have in your house. First is soap. Um, you know, because that should be that is one of the best and most efficient things we have to decrease transmission to COVID-19 is washing our hands before we touch our face, after we touch our face, after we touch different substances, you know, surfaces, um, you know, having the mask, using it, especially if you're going to be in close proximity to other people, like in a grocery store or shopping or other places like that. If you're running outside and you're way away from everybody else, I don't think you need one. But if you're going to be passing a lot of individuals, you do. But inside your house, remember that, you know, we're not even sure that this virus isn't mutating. There was a recent study um, that emerged out of Wuhan, China, and said, you know, this is the dominant strain spreading across the U.S. appears to be more contagious than what emerged in Wuhan. Um, so the new strain began you know, began spreading in Europe in early February, migrating to other parts of the world. And that's become the dominant form of the virus. And that might be more contagious. So people can't let their guard down. And the time where our politicians are saying, okay, the economy is open, everything is open. Um, I watch on television when I occasionally turn it on, seeing groups of people together, even protesting. So what kind of things do we want at home? Um, Remember, hypoxia means not enough um, oxygen in your bloodstream. Oxygen in the blood, yeah. So COVID-19 patients, you know, often aren't gasping for air. So if you have COVID-19, you know, or even before you get it, what I would suggest people have in their house besides the masks, the soap, the alcohol solutions for their hands, the hand sanitizers, the wipes, um, is a thermometer. You know, an infrared thermometer is very reasonable to have around, especially if you have a variety of people in the household. And a pulse oximeter. And the way the pulse oximeter works is you put it on your finger. They can go on your earlobe, your finger, or any places without a lot of pigment. And it shines a light through there, and it's picking up how saturated your blood is in oxygen. So most of us at sea level or, you know, 97 and above, 97 to 99%, these won't go above 100%, the ones you're going to buy, because uh, you're not going to be more than 100% saturated in your blood. But one of the things we found around the world is, you know, doctors are really shaking their head in disbelief as they watch patients come in uh, who should be comatose or seizing from not enough oxygen in their bloodstream, and the patients are just sitting there. Um, so, you know, silent hypoxia, uh, meaning they have a low blood oxygen. When we used to see people with terrible symptoms from that, their oxygen may not be that low. So if people get COVID-19 and they're sent back home besides a the thermometer, 
you want to know what your oxygen saturation is. Um, and yeah, some I, of the, a lot of the emergency room doctors are using 92 saturation for people that need to go to the emergency room. I thought when the oxygen sat hits 92, they should go to the emergency room. Is, is that what you think? Well, it depends on the altitude. I mean, that's it may be good. I mean, I usually would use a percentage drop of from where they started at. So if you're living at 9,500 feet above sea level, you know, your baseline might be a 93 or 94. So 92 would be not that unusual. But if they had a five, six, seven point drop from what their baseline is, I would be worried. But people have come into the emergency room with blood oxygen levels as low as 50%. They should be unconscious. They should be incoherent. Um, and yet they're still able to talk and they're not gasping as they should. So this is a different disease, something we haven't seen previously. And it's not primarily only a lung disease. It's a disease that involves multiple different organ systems. You know, your brain, your heart, your gastrointestinal tract, your liver, your kidneys. Um, so it's something that we have to monitor. And most patients are sent back home and they may slowly be having lower oxygen levels and not aware of it. So it's something I think is reasonable to have in your house ahead of time, just in case somebody gets sick. Um, they're not very expensive. Typical ones are somewhere between 30 and $60. Um, most of them are really pretty good. Um, so if I was having a few things besides the soap and the hand sanitizers and the wipes um, and the social distancing and all the typical things we always talk about, those would be two things, the infrared thermometer, because it's easy to use on multiple people without having to clean uh, as vigorously as you normally would, and a pulse oximeter for your house. Uh, thank you, Alan. That's a very uh, helpful uh, discussion right now. Uh, please uh, stay tuned to our further uh, podcast. We'll be answering more questions on COVID-19. And please subscribe to our channel if you like our if you like our podcast. Please subscribe and tell your friends about our podcast. Thank you.